is right. The spirits are. We're here tonight. And that's enough. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. The party's on. The feeling's here. That only comes to time of year. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa McLowry. <laughs> and I am one of your hosts, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, a.k.a. Jador Cazadores. One second. I don't know if je you heard tem, that. Je t'aime those um, OC. <laughs> I don't know if uh, you guys heard that, but I splashed a bunch of my Cazadores margarita in a can. Those are delish. Did you, uh, did you get the spicy one? No, I haven't seen the spicy ones in forever. I haven't even seen these in forever, but oh. I just saw them and had to get them because I do love them. They're delish. They have a perfect balance of not too sweet, great flavor. Good alcohol content. What am I drinking? Hold on. I just cracked open a healthy kombucha. Pink lady apple. Boo. Drink alcohol. <laughs> oh my god. Wild animals outside. Okay. <clears throat> how the fuck are you, Lil Rafi, by the way? Oh yeah, we're recording, so we, sh- we could chat, huh? <laughs> um, I like how we chatted like <laughs> up a storm and then we're like, okay, so... How am I doing? Yeah. I personally am doing okay, but it's been quite the week, Lise. Um, I yes, you have had quite the week. There's been quite a week afoot. Yeah. Last Sunday, um, a Mexican musician named Vicente Fernandez died. I didn't even learn of it until Monday when I saw it on the newspaper at one of my deliveries. Um, he was basically the Mexican Elvis and someone that you know, every Mexican has listened to for their entire lives. So that was a real fucking bummer. And then it has been a hectic work week. And on top of that, on Wednesday, Megan and Jess's dog, Mr. Feeney, got out of the dog sitter's yard and has been lost ever since. God. And on uh, Wednesday and Thursday, I was helping uh, look and just keeping Jess company while mess while mess while Megan returned from her cruise but she's back home now um so it's just been a rough one how's Megan holding up that just fucking sucks I wish there was something more I could do I am gonna loan her our drone I know she I didn't know if she was kidding about posting she wanted to borrow someone's drone I'm like okay I don't know if that I mean whatever whatever we can do to help yeah they're I don't think they're doing very well they're not I'm just feeling for them it really 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 sucks so anybody in the burbank area that has found a dog uh it's probably hers and allison has been really good about reposting um like in her stories everything that they they post um there is a reward um but i don't know if there's people that listen to this that don't like do instagram or whatever um right you know get in contact with uh me or megan or whoever allison anybody 
Yeah. Just I know Allison has been posting a lot and, and texting, just worried and wishing she could do more. And it's just like, I mean, that's their baby. And I, I know that they're going to find him. I just, it's just be, I don't know, this horrible time of year for you to lose your dog too. Just like, hmm. Is she, she was supposed to go to Wisconsin, right? She canceled that yeah, trip? Yeah, she canceled that. Oh, God. That really sucks. Um, On that anyway, note, Lisa, how are yes. you doing? I'm doing well. I've uh, had some fun this weekend. I've also had a rough week, more just mentally, and uh, so I really needed to get out. And luckily, I had some friends that are always willing to go out and find some fun stuff to do, and I uh, we did. We did do that. I'm on three hours sleep. I'm feeling pretty good today. I'm on no sleep, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, so on this episode, no. This week, we will talk about the Monday show. Elizabeth. Is what? Aren't you, you forgetting something? Don't we do this first, and then we do shout-outs? Do we? I don't I know. So. I never usually do this kind of first, and then we ask how each other are doing, or we switch it around. I don't know. This is my first time doing this show, so... This is like my one quartieth. Let's fucking start over. No. <laughs> this is an Allison show. Oh, you're right. Okay. I mean, this is this is just like Allison's show. We have to keep oh. going. Okay. We'll forge ahead. This week, we'll talk about the Monday show, Allie Ward is back, and the Thursday show, Jenna's Pan Flute, Al's Seven Monitors, Allison's Trash Rules. But first, little Rafi. How the hell are you? (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what, yeah, I think that's how we do it. Do we have any shout outs? Shout out to the guy outside of your garage yelling up a storm. Uh, Can I just say it's another guy named Mike who's an electrician and he lives in the cul-de-sac. Big surprise. (laughs) Um, Shout out to Megan and Jess, of course. Shout out to uh, my beloved... Shout out to East Coast Jen. I really was feeling bad when I listened to her first voicemail from the last episode. And then when it got to the last one, I actually laughed out loud because she ends it with like, okay, call me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So anyway, I'm sorry I couldn't make it to that dinner, but, you know, things happen. Yeah. And, uh, you know, pretty soon uh, I'll be free for her to hang out with me all the time. That is very true. I mean, you won't be able to get out of it so easily next time. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you'll find a g- as good a restaurant, but whatever. Um, okay. Is that all your shout outs? I think. Oh, also shout out to Trice. Um, who got a guitar. I can't wait to see how uh, he progresses because, you know, unlike me, I, like, learn things through just trying them, just doing them and doing them incorrectly, and then I, I don't learn anything properly. Um, like, yeah. I, learned, I learned to uh, do my job by watching a couple of YouTube videos. That... It makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> but Trice, he like gets books and learns musical theory. So it's going to be really interesting to see how he uh, how he does with guitar. I'm sure he'll be great very soon. Well, so far, the progress he's made seems good and fun. And you're right. He's a go-getter. He wants to do something. He goes and does it. 
I wanted to learn guitar, and you know what I did? Bought a banjo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a lap steel. Yeah. I just keep buying more instruments and not playing them or trying. But I did buy a new a book on the lap steel. So that was what other thing I was going to do on Friday. But instead, I danced around and dripped honey all over the house and then went out and got a little wet wasted. <laughs> You don't want to know. <laughs> okay. Shout out to Dr. Jen for the honey. I was going to say shout out to the honey drippers. <laughs> honey drippers representing. Uh, my shout outs, you say? Uh, shout out to the TNC. I've been hanging out with uh, a few of you very often. And in the next week, I'm going to be needing to get out um, more. And they're going to be there for me to take me out. And I'm very excited about this. So shout out to you guys. Shout out to East Coast Jen. I... Loved hearing your call, and I think you need to call in every week. And if you don't have, if there's not a hotline call from her today, I'm going to be very disappointed. Also, um, sorry that our recording, we recorded 45 minutes of a BFF hotline call in person that got deleted somehow. So that's a bummer because it was a lot of fun. <laughs> you know, when you texted me about it, you said that you thought there was a foul play uh, at hand or afoot mm. at hand. Afoot. Anyway. Foul play at hand. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, it kind of. In a way, I just looked off into space like David Putty. <laughs> <laughs> it it kind of made it sound like you thought I deleted it. What do you uh, cop into? I'm just saying, why and when would I have deleted this file? Because why would you say there was foul play and the only person it who was around your Zoom was. Strange that it's the very first time that this, this has ever happened, and there was a lot of talk about you. No, just kidding. Let, let me uh, ask you some questions. When you guys did this 45-minute Zoom, were there beverages involved? Not very many. Hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Not very many. We shared a pitcher of sangrias at down at the circle, and it's mostly sugar. It's not very alcoholic. When we got home, I had one seltzer while we were recording. Mm-hmm. In the process. Mm. But how tipsy have we been when I can record perfectly fine out in the middle of the streets of Orange and everything comes, ba- comes back hunky-dory? Well, this was sitting at my c- dining room table with half of a buzz or a cordiath. That's because, you know, when you two get together, there's like... um. There's a different kind of intoxication going on. We are intoxicating, aren't we? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, people feel drunk when they listen to us talk. (laughs) They're like, ugh. Yeah. Also, shout out, double shout out to Scotty Scott Marquez for retweeting the show, but also liking it. And um, wasn't that long ago we were hanging out with our pal. And I was wondering, I know we talked about this after he left our hotel room. But what does he tell his parents when they come to drop him off at strangers, like, hotel rooms to spend a couple of hours? Well, I, I don't think <laughs> What do you he, say? I don't think and he has like, to be sure. that specific. Okay, well, they've dropped him off at multiple hotels and homes. And the one time when we went to the, the live Childish, it when they picked him up, it was he, they picked him up in front of, like, <laughs> girls, girls, girls. <laughs> <laughs> because he just happened to be on that side of the street, and I'm like, "What is happening?" Well, I'm anyway, sure, I'm sure where they're cool. like, 
if they ask him like um what are you gonna do there he'll just tell them like watch to catch a predator and they'll <laughs> tell you everything you need to know who's on which side of the of the road here <laughs> well am i supplying the cookies I didn't Don't know there was cooking cookies involved. <laughs> There's always cookies involved. I'm always baking cookies and offering up cookies. My I hear Jen does that too. <laughs> Not East Coast Jen. Though. I was gonna okay. I was gonna say which one are we talking Dr. about? Doctor Jen. Yeah. Okay. So also shout out to Ray Morgan, to Trice, to Bruce White, Don, Z Mary Jane, Stacy, Lee Bruns, Tim Ortez, Emily, Tamara Holler. Delaney, James Leroy Wilson, Dr. J, and LK. I think that's all my shout-outs. Do we have anything else we want to talk about, or is that, is that it? I think that's it. Let's wrap it up. I think so. Um, I guess, should we talk about Monday? Or? Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, we okay, could do that. Right. So, Allie Ward was back. Now, the last time she was on, if you remember or recall... I didn't really care for her very much. And I was thinking, uh, because she seemed very inauthentic the last time she was on, and I don't know what wow. it was. But this time when she was on, I thought, okay, that's a familiar fa uh, voice and face and name. And I was kind of excited to have someone familiar on. And she was amazing on this episode. Super fun. I loved her. Uh, maybe it was my own BS that I was dealing with at the time when I listened before. I would have to say that, yeah, it is your own BS because she is always delightful. And I do remember, now that you mention it, last time you were a real player hater. And I think it's probably because, you know, Allie Ward, she has like a vintage aesthetic. Like she yeah, kind put of... Yeah, on. a put on one, yeah. Mm -hmm. She likes to dress <laughs> like a 1950s housewife or something. Uh -huh. And you probably were like threatened. You were like, "Hey, th this is my zone. I want to live back when women were just baby makers." Where's she at? She lives in L.A. in like a cool yeah. place, <laughs> not in Orange County where You're right. everyone is at the, at the meat market. Sorry, where my bad. everyone gets uh, neck tattoos and uh, has felonies. I think you're talking about L.A. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're right. They're both the same. Actually, they're both the same. It's just the, the content in the artwork that's different. A lot of 88s. L.A. Dodgers. Oh. <laughs> a lot of Raiders. What did you say? I said a lot of 88s down oh. in uh, OC. Okay. Hey, these are the facts, Lise. It's more like S's, but yes, you're right. Yeah. No, I just like Slayer. <laughs> Two times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, uh, that being said, at the top of the show, apparently Tony Vaxton is triple vaxxed. I'm proud of our boy. Yeah, he's currently uh, road tripping. Mm -hmm. He was in Colorado yesterday or the day he before. I don't know. Colorful Colorado. Mm -hmm. and With uh, his little beefy sidekick. His beefy son. Um, I don't know why he didn't take me, but... Well, he already. Never mind. What? <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say because you're not beefy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Shit, that reminds me. Okay. Anyway. You got to pick up some beefarino at the price club. <laughs> at the 
rice globe. <laughs> well, it is pretty keto. Anyway, Allie's back. Super excited about it. She had great energy. She has been recently married. So we got to revisit the cookie dough, the etymology of her relationship with this guy. And I have to say, I think their relationship is an anom anomaly. Because if you were to describe all the things that she was saying leading up to them getting married, I would say that it sounds more like she's obsessed with somebody, not really like in love. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I am still shocked at their relationship. But, I mean, she knows him better than me, so I trust her judgment. Inside and out. Yeah. The age thing kept coming up when she was telling the story. And I have a feeling that that still is a problem. Like, that seems like an underlying kind of thing that she's probably always, always going to think about. Because that's a pretty big difference, especially when it's male-female reverse like that. Because we're more insecure about our looks. And men can kind of, like, grow into their, like, handsomeness. And, like, just be like, well, I'm just more rugged now. Women don't want to be rugged. What was their difference? Nine years? I think so. Well, Lisa, lot. as you know, I'm dating someone who is six years older than me. You think we're doomed? <laughs> is that what you're trying I to say? Use the word doomed? It seems like that's what you're saying. You said it's going to be a problem for her whole life. What I'm saying is Allie Ward's perspective and her personality seems like because it's very L.A., that it's more caught up in that kind of thing where if it was like me or say your boo, I don't think we would give a shit. Because mm. I'm not like, you know, I wouldn't care. But Allie seems to care is all. It just kept coming up. And it just seems like a common thread in her conversation about it. I think what she was trying to say, it's like when they were first together and they were f having so many issues mm. being on and off. It's like, well, yeah, he was in his 20s being a dipshit. Like true, you should be true. being you know, that way when you're in your 20s. I don't think she was saying it like, like now. It's, it's a okay. problem. Maybe I was just picking up on that because I don't know. But I do think that anybody that's in a situation like she was in at the time, I wouldn't keep pursuing it because I don't think, I really don't think this is would be a common ending, like happy ending for any relationship that starts like that. It just does not seem normal yeah one of my favorite shows veronica mars has um the the main character veronica and this dude named logan they are a they start off as like enemies they get together and then like they they have like an on and off relationship and in in one episode the the guy logan he says something to her like i thought our story was epic you know you and me Epic how? Spanning years and continents, lives ruined, bloodshed, epic. <laughs> that might be good in a TV show, not so good in real life. Um, right. I think. Right. It's more exciting as a, a, a TV show because it's like a roller coaster. You don't want a fucking roller coaster like that when you're on, in a relationship. That's yeah. In real life, that is like fucking stressful. And. If I was Allie Ward's friend and she was, like, telling me these things, I'd be like, yeah, fuck that guy. 
Yes. But it's so funny because, you know, now I know people that are, you know, trying to get into the dating scene. And it's like, I think it's so difficult because maybe it's just California or maybe this is everywhere. But, like, I think the majority, well, to quote a wise show, the majority of people are just undateable. Like, everyone is so fucked up. It's like, how do you find a good and decent person nowadays, Lisa? Well, and that's the thing, especially if you're getting into the dating world as an older person, you're swimming in a pool of everybody else's cast-offs because the good ones are probably taken already. That's how I feel like when I'm trying to buy a, buy a, a Honda S2000. I'm like, why are there no cheap ones that have low miles and no no accidents? That's a I, perfect I just, analogy. I can only find salvage titles. It's like, I don't want that I can fucked only up find shit. salvaged crap, too. And, like, <laughs> VIN numbers crossed off. Like, I don't even know. No matching anything. <laughs> Clean title from Virginia. It's like, what? <laughs> Is this legit? <laughs> Is this a scam? Rust throughout. <laughs> oh, you got to watch out for that rusty bottom. I know. Much like last week, I'm just catching strays. So, <laughs> in a different way. <laughs> but I, the thing is, is like, if you think about, I feel like, let's say I was on the dating scene. Like, this is just hypothetical. Let's say, like, that's me. I feel like I'm a good person. So there's got to be someone else out there that was in a situ- Don't even look that face. <laughs> there's got to be someone else out there that was in a sim- similar situation. They're like, we're not in a great place. So now I'm sending off the the bad one. And then the good one's just sitting there waiting. Like, where are all the good ones? <laughs> I think you, you know, you just got to stop looking. And that's where oh, you'll find them. I love this rom com. It, I mean, <laughs> I hate to be like a cliche, but that's how it, it happened is with me. True. Well, and first of all, I'm not even on the dating scene. I'm s- I'm a married person, so I wasn't I don't talking think about I, you. I know I'm saying because I was using me as hypothetical. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, uh, someday when I am, <laughs> I don't think I will be lo- looking. I think you're right. I never have. I never have been looking. Also, I don't really need to be with somebody. Why am I even caring about it? I want to be by myself. <laughs> yeah, just you well, and a bunch of cats. Hmm. A couple trips to the Vans box. What else do you need? Nothing. Nothing. Booze, <laughs> Booze cats, mm. and Vans boxes. Title of the show. That's me. <laughs> yes. Okay, so uh, be still your heart, but Allie Ward might be selling her Dyson. But also, wait, was that her Dyson fan or something? She vacuums her refrigerator. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I understand that that was like not a sentence or a question or maybe necessarily a topic, but I just threw up some words on you. You make it make do with it what you will. (laughs) So I did not know that Allison got her idea of buying a Dyson from Allie Ward. I'm kind of remembering the whole thing because I remember talking about the coupon. I'm like, yeah, but I think Bed Bath & Beyond uh, marks it up and then because they have all the coupons out there. That's what that's what I'm afraid of is I, yeah. I didn't buy mine from there. 
But I'm assuming theirs is probably pricier so that even with their 20% off coupons that they hand out like uh, government cheese, <laughs> that uh, that it ends up being like the same as anywhere else. But um, who vacuums their refrigerator? That's strange. But what she was saying... How messy are you? How much cookie dough is in there? Oh, boy. What she was saying is that the bad one is the Dyson hair dryer. Oh, okay. So she wanted to sell her hair dryer. I d- yeah, so I that guess. was two separate things. So she vacuums her refrigerator, mm-hmm. which I don't. Would you have anything to vacuum up if you even wanted to? Wanted to? No. What? The, Me either. What the hell? Vacuum the fridge? That's psychotic. Is she doing meth? <laughs> oh, she's got the Hollywood cold. <laughs> That's know. a little tweaky. No. Anyway, uh, I was wondering if if you if I didn't know this was a thing. I've never heard of anybody vacuuming their fridge, and uh, Allison was just like, "Oh yeah," acting like that was like a normal thing. Like, how dusty or crummy is your fridge? Well, I mean, she was dating a kid. Are we missing something? Are we using <laughs> our fridges wrong? Well, to be fair, mine is, like, just a beverage holder. I have water. I have, you know, beer and tequila. Well, and I have two refrigerators. Oh, and actually, I'm aware. If you could call it a third with where the uh, the kegerator. But the garage fridge is just beverages. I don't have to. And I do put some, like, food in the drawers if uh, if I can't fit it in the other, in the other fridge. But there's nothing, there's nothing to vacuum. <laughs> Unrelated. But yeah. Lisa, I've been listening to Feliz Navi Pod, Tony's Christmas podcast. I've been meaning to do that. And I totally forgot about this, but his co host, Todd Cooper, has a Big Single? Lebowski tattoo. Oh. <gasps> really? He has a white Russian tattooed on him, and it says, There's a beverage here. Isn't that perfect? I, I literally just dropped my mic, but I wasn't trying to be like <laughs> mic droppy, but. <laughs> That is so perfect. Oh, my gosh. I was thinking about watching that. That was another thing I was going to do on Friday. I'm like, I'm going to pack in everything. Instead, 30 minutes in, I'm like calling my friend. Hey, can you meet me and get a drink? Because I got to get the fuck out of my house. But the reason why I've been thinking about the Big Lebowski a lot is because of Daniel's tweet of the Jackie Treehorn notepad. And then me finding mine that I had done when I was at the Salish Lodge at Twin Peaks Fest. So I had that up in the shed. So I was thinking about that. And then there was another thing. Shit. Oh, Allison was talking about rad. And I was saying, oh, yeah. And also I say dude. So then I started thinking about the dude. And then there was some other reason that I was just like, okay. I think it's time to watch this movie again. You know, um, when you posted that thing, (laughs) Ray noticed that you were Elk of the Month in like October of 2010. Is that when it was? I think so. And when Jen I s- and I were co-Elks of the Month that year, and w- our picture was up. First of all, it was on the cover of the Orange Peel, which are, is our newsletter, the Elks newsletter. And then also our picture was up at the bottom of the, the elevator. So when you go up, you get to see who the Elks of the Month are. And it has, like, <laughs> our mugs. Well, the only thing I could think of when I saw that Elk of the Month badge or whatever it was mm-hmm. is that you're hung up on the past, man. First of all, 
it's hung up on the past because that is my bulletin board of all of my little things that I treasure. Lots of things from LK that she's made me. Uh, some thing, the last thing that Becky sent me is on there. Brittany sent me something just like, and then a lot of like the Allison little things. But I was also a member of the emblems, which is the women's side of the elk, which my badge is under that as well. But I was not an emblem of the month because I didn't fit. I didn't stick around in that in that in that uh, hen house for too long. <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, you know, you can never let a wolf into a hen hen house. You're asking for bad news. <laughs> Most people are asking for bad news when they call me. Um, ma'am, I'm looking for some bad news. I'm your girl. <laughs> Speaking of uh, bad news, this whole thing about middle parts, side parts, here's the thing I don't get caught up up in and what I don't give a shit about. First of all, I've had a middle part since I grew hair, but for me, like, I don't give a fuck about trends. Sometimes whatever I'm into or however I look comes into style. And then I'm like, now I just feel like I'm trying. (laughs) But usually I'm out of style and I'm okay with that. But then I'm not going to have some fucking kids tell me if I can't wear fucking skinny jeans or how to part my hair. Like, fuck right off. I don't give a shit. You know what kids don't do nowadays? They don't look back. They don't look at the past. Gotta look at the past, man. That's where all the good stuff is. Not try and tell the older people what they should be doing with your fucking grandma jeans. Like, hell no. Mom jeans was like a joke five years ago. Now they're in. You look like a frumpy potato sack. (laughs) 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 you know i wonder if when i was a kid i feel like that was just whatever the style was it's not like it, it was from 20 years ago so when did this trend of like bringing the past back when did that begin that's a good question for me i remember it happening around me like in the 80s i remember a lot of people being like starting to get into 50s things and stuff like that where they're looking to the past but also i think i was so unsatisfied with music and things that are being made today that when you look at the past there's so much so much good to be had but when you were younger did you look at at adults and say like you shouldn't be wearing that like would you even think that no. Like, what the fuck is up with this generation that, that wants to try and tell us what the fuck we're doing? You know what the difference is? Back then, we were afraid of adults. Nowadays, yes. adults can't tell a child shit because a, a that is kid true. is You can't like even backhand a, the, a neighbor could if he's acting up at your house. Exactly. Nowadays, these kids are like little fucking adults. And they're like, uh, um, you know, respect my autonomy or whatever the fuck. Eat <laughs> shit, kid. I'll kick you into next week. I'll kick you into your middle part. How about that? I'll karate chop it right. By the way, if I had to try and do a side part, if side part was a thing to do, I'm never going to do that because it wouldn't be good for me. It's not my thing. But like also, I would have to train my hair to do it. It's just not It's just not my thing. I just don't, I don't even – why don't we just do what the fuck we like? What? Uh. Well, I, I think this is another thing. Um, who gives a fuck about the opinion of a child? That's do live your life. Thing. Yes. And if they're like, oh, you're so out of style because you have a whatever part, again, eat shit, kid, or I'll kick you in the next week. (laughs) (laughs) Like, when everyone's cutting their hair, and I'm like, well, I'm just going to have long hair. Like, I'm sorry that it's dumb, but I'm going to have long hair, don't care, red lipstick, till I die. Like, fuck right off. And I'm going to wear skinny jeans, too, because you know why? Oh. (laughs) 
Is your mom? Did someone call for you? <laughs> no, it's that guy. I think he's laughing, but I don't know. I don't know if he was laughing. I don't know how loud I'm being. Um. Don't turn yourself down for a man, Elizabeth. Thank you. You're right. Speak up, bitch. Oh, I mean, lady. <laughs> don't call yourself a bitch. Listen, how dare you? No, but I have been wanting to get. I've gotten a few wide leg jeans that I've been wanting to wear, but I just wide legged. Yeah, not like bell bottoms and not like uh, boot cut, but just like sort of like sailor pants. But, you know, they're like vintage styles, but they're just, you know, uh, whatever. But for me, like less fabric is more. (laughs) And I can't do high kicks in these fucking baggy jeans. I got to have skinny jeans because I got to get those high kicks as high as possible. And all these spread eagles I've been doing all year. You you can't do high kicks in baggy jeans. I would think it'd be That's easier. A lot of extra billowy stuff. Okay. The last time I really wore baggy jeans was when I was a skater. You were a skater. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I. The thing is, where would you want to wear? Sometimes you're in style and sometimes you're not going to be out of style and for me i don't give a shit i just want to wear the fuck i want to wear that's it no fucking kids can tell me what to do i don't know why this really bothered me so much but it does <laughs> it's because kids are the worst <laughs> oh, i'll never understand them <laughs> i just wrote fuck kids say <laughs> that was my closing argument <laughs> you know a uh, wise man never said uh but he should have Fuck them kids. <laughs> so then they started talking a little bit about parenting and they're talking about being in the moment. And I know Allie's not a parent, but she was just talking about, is it easier or harder to be in the moment with kids? And I feel like it's both because when you have kids, you realize how fast it goes and you want, I like how we go from fuck kids to like kids. We really need these precious moments. Um, but you think a lot more about life and things like that where you're like this isn't going to last forever and you want to cherish these little moments and so I try being in the moment a lot more and it, it has helped but then also because it's so stressful and sometimes they're little assholes I'm not in the moment I would like to be out of that fucking moment and that's when the drinking comes in and then all my sorrows are bio, as I said, in my um, on Instagram. <laughs> I forgot what this part was about, but uh, I'm just going to reiterate. Fuck them kids. <laughs> all right. Let's backtrack just a tiny bit. I had mentioned maybe I don't know if it was on a show or if we were talking about it in person, but it would be interesting to me. I think I was talking to Joanna about it. Shout out to Joanna, by the way about going to like a singles mixer type of thing like that would be something of interest to me if i was ever out just because i'm it sounds like such an 80s 90s like my mom did thing that like i'm just curious to see how these things go down but what sort of person goes to a singles mixer called a meat market where there's a butcher there like what this is this such an la type of thing i guess but in a way it worked out i mean it was kismet apparently 
I wonder if anyone else who was there is still together. That's a good question. I like how it really is. Her story really is a rom-com because it's so unbelievable. Oh, God. If if her uh, husband, like, turns this into a script, I'm going to barf. It's going to happen. Think about this. She goes to this meat market to go to the singles mixer and ends up hooking up with the butcher that wasn't even a single one of the people, right? He was just there working, right? Mm-hmm. That's the premise right there. And then they're boning in the park. and Spoiler alert. Then, the, well, I actually didn't listen to that um, bonus episode, but the way they're... Still, still, I like to go in fresh. <laughs> <laughs> the look on your face when you're like, when a Seinfeld... Reference is about to escape both of our eyes, like light up, and there's so much like charged energy of like this is gonna be amazing, <laughs> and it was. <laughs> oh, anyway, if the meat market is still happening, I would like to get tickets or sign up. Just kidding. But who goes out to? That's the other thing. You're gonna go eat a bunch of meat and meet guys. I mean, that doesn't sound very sexy. Like hitting up the carving station while you're chatting up some dudes? I don't think so. Mm, Sounds like a real caveman fest. Oh, I suppose you like a guy who orders just the salad. (laughs) Thanks for mutton. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, The fact that they love the smell of Dracar Noir makes me vomit. Uh, But I guess I never liked the guy that that was in... I remember seventh grade vividly. There was a lot of that smell going around, but I did not like these kinds of dudes. So, okay, so I haven't smelled it in ages, so I don't know if I would recognize it. I just I might not either. I just I would know just that it be stinks. Like, yes, I think I'd be like, "What stinks?" Yeah, I don't think I would recognize it. But Allie said that when she smells it, it like takes her back to like seventh grade. Where is she hanging out that she's smelling Dracar Noir on a guy? Well, I remember in seventh grade. That I had every guy was just smelled like that. They yeah, all, but I remember she, she made talking it, about it. She said it takes oh, her like back to seventh grade. Like, is she walking around the Greyhound bus station? Is, is her husband again? Oh, God, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Maybe he wears it. But, yeah, that's not a good smell. I do, there, obviously, smells take you back, and there are certain ones from my uh, seventh grade where I'm like, oh, I wish I could smell that. Like, the guys that I actually like that smelled good, not like car noir uh, let me guess cool water <laughs> no cools <laughs> lucky strikes <laughs> just kidding no i ha- one of my first boyfriends he used to he used to use this some shampoo that i, I searched out years later because i loved the smell so much but it w- had nothing to do with him it was just like that memory of like you know when you're young and like love is love in quotes seems so like silly and fun and easy uh and uncomplicated <laughs> or whatever and so it just brought me back to that smell uh, so i was like literally one time like in the grocery store smelling all these like trying to find i thought it was like prell or something but it didn't smell the same he okay. also had longer hair than me oh he's the one that liked cliff from metallica and he looked like him actually yeah. kind of looked more like jason newstead which is ironic but yeah, but <laughs> you know how like to pick them. Scrawny, scrawny Jason Newstead. <laughs> OK. 
Okay. So what do you you know who I hate? Who is a bass player? He's an Orange County Sheriff now. Oh boy. (laughs) Yeah, he was the bass player for Phobia. He was the person I was engaged to, so apparently it's a thing. Lisa, you know, someday I want you to have the confidence to aspire for the lead singer or guitarist. As long as you're you know not what? going backwards to, to the drummer. Don't backslide. Yeah. No uh, offense, sorry, Tony. Tony. Sorry, Tony. <laughs> well, here's the thing. The drummer does keep the rhythm. So. And he's in the pocket. <laughs> oh. But yeah, maybe someday I'll have the confidence in myself to realize that I'm worth more. Thank you, Rafi. What do you think about Allie Ward's theory about being embarrassed what was the theory the theory was that if you do something that you may feel embarrassed if nobody if some if people if you don't feel embarrassed then people aren't going to be embarrassed for you i think that's true so here's the thing i was thinking about it and i thought okay that that takes some mindfulness to be like i just did something super embarrassing but i'm not going to be embarrassed by it and then people can't be embarrassed for me but here's the thing. When I see other people doing something and they don't, maybe don't even know I see they do something embarrassing, I'm embarrassed for them. But do you think because they act embarrassed that that's why I'm embarrassed? I think it's because I'm really empathetic. Or am I just pathetic? No comment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, do we have anything else uh, from Monday? No. All right. Before we do our new segment... I wanted to talk about the BFF group recording that now that uh, we've all recovered from our BFF Christmas party, we can plan this shindig. Okay, so February 25th through 27th at my house. We'll probably record on the 26th. There's not been any planning except for those dates picked. And I was doing the math. And last time I said it was our sixth sixth anniversary last time. And I don't think it was. I think I did the wrong math. I think this is our sixth, an- sixth anniversary. I can't even say it. Does it matter? Yes. I oh. like it to fit in a box, Larafi. No comment. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, hit hit me up. Oh, and uh, there's a new Instagram account for this show, at BFNCast on Instagram. And uh, check us out. We're going to be posting lots of embarrassing pictures of us, much to Rafi's dismay. Um, yeah, this, it's happening. this nope. seems unnecessary, Elizabeth. Well, here's the thing. I didn't post a lot of things on my own account because I, there's a lot of my friends around there. It's my personal account. They don't know what the hell this show is. I also don't really want them to know about this show. As, I mean, I don't, I'm not like hiding And so it, now I am being sh- forced to be exposed to a bunch of people I don't know? I yeah, don't like no, this. There's a reason doing, I don't post on... That's why I'm doing a private one. That's why I'm doing a private yeah, one. Yeah, but... If now w- it's just people you know. It's going to be people you know. If all of your friends that, listen, are going to be like, friends. oh, let's follow this, see what the hell she's posting over there, and I get a bunch okay, of weirdos, first of all, I, did have one I don't person, know. I did have one person follow where I'm like, why are you following me over there? I'm trying to like... <laughs> Actually, the very first person to join the new Instagram account was East Coast Jen. I'm like, hell yeah. Um, but no, one friend that I don't even think he listens to the show followed me over there. I'm like, why? why? Exactly. Why? why did you accept him? 
<laughs> I mean, here's the thing. You go into my regular page, you don't you're being force fed some weird thing about a show that you have no idea what the fuck is going on. This, you know what to expect. You can leave yourself. Yeah, but now I'm going to be on this page that I have no control of. You're not even going to be here for very long. It's fine. What <laughs> I'm going to do is do some backlog of pictures. As you know, I don't post on my Instagram because okay. I'm very private about my life. I don't want then a bunch of I randos that I don't know looking at photos of me. be randos. These are you told me. You just said the first one. person That's one. That's one. is some guy. Not th- <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? My old roommate, he's just nice. I don't guy. want him looking at pictures of me. I don't know this Any creep. Anyway, he already has because he's on my page. But but it's like all the people that listen to the show that were that are friends. <laughs> they can follow me on my personal Instagram and Where not see anything. Where you don't post anything? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to just get a, a smiley face emoji and just put it over your face in every oh, picture. No, that's not Actually, it'll work. be more like a grouse. <laughs> a bird? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It has a double meaning, pretty sure. Okay. Anyway, Thursday. Alexa, what's the definition of grouse? <laughs> Big <Okay>. surprise. Didn't work. <laughs> I know. More definitions. Anyway, on to our new segment. It's Unworthy with Dr. J and LK. Hi, this is LK and Dr. J with Unworthy. Hey, Lauren. Or, oh, I should hey. say, hey, LK. Sorry, I broke character. <laughs> hey, Dr. J. On <laughs> <laughs> today's segment, we're going to be talking about episode seven of Upworthy Weekly, Tearjerker Movies, Billy Eyelash. Oy, eyelash. How old am I? <laughs> Billie Eilish's Brave Admission Mixed Height Couples. Yes. So they said that Billie Eilish was on the Howard Stern show and she said that she's been she started watching porn at 11 years old. Oh, God. So that, that I mean, made that, me yeah. so sad. That was exactly my reaction like oh god. It yeah, sad but also like nauseous like holy cow. Oh, yeah, because my son Noah is 11, and I oh. just thought, like, oh, my God, like, oh, if he, <laughs> I, oh, I want to protect my kids from that, and I don't think that it's very easy to do. Um, I know that Todd's, like, you know, in my day, like, kind of thing, um, but I am, like, Allison in that I'm very naive about this subject, but, um, I mean, hasn't it existed for a long time? Isn't everyone talk about, like, oh, the videotape era of it all? I do remember going to, I don't know, whatever, rental, movie rental place, and they had, like, a thing with a curtain behind it. So I feel like this has always been out there because it's like, in my day, the best we had was the underwear or the bra ad in the, you know, maybe he just didn't. Yeah. I don't know. But also, I think, like, a lot of people had, like, a main family TV, and if you had videotapes, like, you'd have to watch it in the living room. And like, you know, so your parent, you you wouldn't have the privacy maybe to watch it. And now it's like kids have all, you know, Um, these devices and stuff that they could use. That's what, that's what I thought about it. Yeah, uh, I remember, and I don't remember how old my, uh, 
nephew was at the time. He wasn't like 11, but he wasn't 15 either. Like somewhere in between there, he was showing me a gaming video, probably Minecraft or something, on YouTube. Yeah. And then like when the video stops, like a bunch of little squares pop up about other things you could watch. And yeah, there was like a topless woman in a shower as if that was like something that would be watched later after someone who watched like a Minecraft video. Oh my god. Uh, and I horrible. just like kind of froze and I was like, uh, and then he's like, mom, there's something here that's not appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, but thankfully, I didn't have to handle that situation because, you know, I wasn't his parent at the time. But um, yeah, I can <laughs> see how it's accessible, you know, because my first thought was Billie Eilish has talked about how she's homeschooled. Like, when do you have the time? But I guess you always have the time when you ever you have a device in your hand. But yeah, this is. This is something that's just very disturbing. And Allison did make a good point that the article and Billy talking about it gave parents a chance to either talk to their kids about it or have their kids read the article. Or, you know, the kids can do like their water cooler kid talk about, yeah, did you hear this? And, you know, speaking out about it from someone who's in a position to reach a lot of people is a good thing that she did. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. But. Okay. <laughs> so, um, can, can I can I say the next one? Of course. Okay. Or did you want to talk more about that? No, I'm good. I mean, no, we're done. Okay. If you guys want to, if they, if anybody wants, they talk about it in a way that is kind of promising and does talk about how do you approach subjects with your kids. So, you know, you can listen to the podcast more about it. But yeah, that was an interesting segment. I'm just glad they brought it up in a way that helped parents and kids kind of start the, the conversation. Yeah. Um, and then they were saying that uh, Tom Holland and Zendaya are, okay, so Tom Holland is two inches, that's his name, right? Yeah, <laughs> Spider-Man. Isn't it Zendaya or is it Zendaya? I, again, I, I'm, I'm old, I don't know. Here's the thing, Allison and Todd were saying Zendaya, but uh -huh. I've heard, I think I heard her say it, Zendaya. Okay. Or, like the actress so I think it's Zendaya um if I had a daughter I was going to name her Daya fun fact okay um, hold so on really quick really let me just do something really quick ready Zendaya Zendaya yeah oh Zendaya. okay okay there you go Zendaya Thanks. I was wrong you were right <laughs> thank you I, I mean not <laughs> um anyway so Tom Holland or uh Mr. Holland because I'm not sure if his first name is Tom. He is two inches shorter than her. Um, I thought he was shorter than that, than her. More, I thought there was more of a height discrepancy, mm -hmm. um, but apparently not. And I guess um, they're saying like a lot of men who are shorter uh, have a hard time uh, finding women because a lot of women want to date someone taller than them. And yeah. then they said on the other side, tall women have a hard time because men don't want to date someone who's taller than them um and I never ran into any of this because I am just short so I'm shorter than are you everybody sure always. are you sure you're short <laughs> I mean I've seen you in person I've given you <laughs> hugs I don't think of you as a short person well I'm still growing but uh <laughs> <laughs> I always say that I don't know why but I'm five three <laughs> really Maybe, yeah. maybe you just read off as a person who's like, because I'm 5'6", I feel like you're the same height as me. But oh, um, thank you. So yeah, you're 5'3", so I guess that wouldn't really make a difference. Uh, I've, I've 
was short for a great amount of time in my life until basically the end of high school. But um, I was going to make a self-disparaging uh, joke, and I, I will refrain from that because this is not – we don't want those kind of jokes. But I don't know. I never thought about height as – something that was a deal breaker it's more like are you a douchebag so exactly yeah same uh let's see Uh. oh and and believe me uh lisa will be cutting out all these uhs because she's so generous like that unless rocky's editing then he's not and he's gonna leave this all in so whatever uh (laughs) (laughs) oh no you got that raspy got that was hilarious uh okay they also talked about uh, crap. Sorry, I had my notes out and then it just completely closed on me. Oh, tearjerker movies. And I think we've talked yes. about this on the BFF before. And I definitely have the all-time tearjerker movies that have always made me cry. And then I have the the movies that have made me cry after I became a mom. So, you know, once you have kids, oh. you're dealing with a whole different type of movie or you know even i guess animals always getting hurt i don't mind spoilers when i watch things i like to know the ending of things i don't know call me type a and controlling huh? but <laughs> uh so but i always check to see now if any animals got hurt or if any kids get hurt and then i just won't even watch the movie but i'll do that if i'm gonna watch something with the kids or i used to oh, anyway uh, yeah like i would check because i didn't want to you know watch that kind of movie with them Mm-hmm. that's true uh i let the kids like watch the trailers of the movies and she doesn't like like scary stuff um uh-huh. but what was i gonna say oh so i think my all-time that i could think of wrath about when anyone goes what's a movie that always makes you cry steel magnolias always makes oh. me cry. beaches always yeah makes me cry um and of course et always makes me cry okay yeah it checks out. What about you? Uh, <laughs> for me, um, well, they mentioned Fox and the Hound, which is like, yeah, mm-hmm. same. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Green Mile, that was really freaking sad. I think I only saw it once, though. Oh, that um, broke but, my heart. That's what I was going to say. The Green Mile and, okay, trigger warning because there's going to be a suicide talk here. Um, the Green Mile also had in it the guy that was really the one that was really scrawny dude that was a really the one that had the mouse yes he died by suicide like in real life the actor and he was on solo like he was on oh mr noodle mr noodle and i love mr yeah. noodle because my nephew always watched the elmo's world or whatever it was and i was like mr noodle so now i have like oh the green mile like i can't because i'm afraid of the dark and then mr noodle there's no way i'm ever watching that movie again oh no me either um my i think all-time movie like that is uh charlotte's web oh um, no. and the the yeah. book too i just yeah. cry out all the liquid in my body yeah. and it's it's so much i remember watching that as a kid and like my older brother was watching it with me and he like was crying like he was like trying to look like he wasn't crying but i was like oh my god even brendan is crying mm. like i was like this is the saddest freaking thing ever yeah (laughs) funny because the kids wanted to watch charlotte's web like maybe last year and i was kind of hesitant about it so i let them watch the trailer and i said you know what it's about animals and you know just like animals in life sometimes they you know they all have like their their lifetime and some of Mm -hmm. these animals might be at the end of their lifetime blah blah blah. and they watched it and they didn't cry 
Oh, wow. Like, oh, no. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I mean, they they definitely got sad, like, oh, that happened. But then when they kind of picked it up at the end with um, Wilbur Jeez. and, yeah, like, all that kind of brought it full circle, the circle of life. We did try to watch the, there was, like, a live action version of that, I want to say. And yeah. right away, the the dad character gets out, like, a axe and starts yeah. talking to the, I'm like, we're not watching this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we are hypocrites because we do eat meat. I mean, they eat meat more than me, so I'm not as much of a hypocrite. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's harsh. Like, yeah, that, that's a harsh movie. Very, very sad, but mm, I don't know. I definitely love the book, but, like, it made me sad. Yeah, yeah. That's a rough one. Um, so Allison said that her week was a two out of five because both of the kids are sick, not with COVID, but with like coughs and runny noses and stuff. Um, and she also said that uh, when Todd asked if she's a better person this week, she said yes, um, because she got a, criti- a critique on or a criticism on Instagram and she didn't take it super badly right <laughs> yeah he made the joke that he was glad after 20 years in the media that she's able to take a mild critique you know it, Todd is really giving it to her this episode which I thought was hilarious especially since she likes to give it back to him too as well yeah um, she loves to play they, they play nice together yeah they do play nice together uh what was i saying now oh oh it was interesting that it does suck when you're like little kids get sick obviously i i think it's interesting how we all have to say now yeah my kids are sick not not covid like right (laughs) you have to throw it in there all the time um that sucks i hope that it doesn't get passed around to the to the both of them because then that they were around christmas time stuff like that um Um, and Todd's week was a four because he has a podcast called What's This Dow All About? And um, I guess through that, he got to interview an author of a Taoism book. Um, and so he is really happy and excited about that. And then he said, and- um, did he say he read was that the author of a book he read or no, that he just read about Taoism and this is the author that has written about it? I think it's an author that he's read. I was like not paying the most attention at that point. <laughs> I know I was driving, so I wasn't really, but yeah, I think- but I was like, oh, that's cool. I didn't know he did another uh, podcast. Like sounds like a pretty uh, intense podcast. That maybe. is interesting that he mentions all of, Allison's podcast obviously he's asked her like how she wants to be introduced and she yeah but I would like to hear you know like maybe he just has since he works at Upworthy he has to just stick to the script that you know he's from Upworthy but I don't know didn't he talk about a project earlier I don't know it would be interesting if he shared more about what else more about him maybe I (laughs) maybe Allison doesn't share a lot about her and I just think she does because I've heard her for years share a lot about her but yeah and he, I guess he does share stuff about himself on here, but that was like a whole mystery thing. He had this other podcast, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, and he said his week, wait, what did he say he was a better person? I can't remember. Because he got his booster. Oh, so he is a better person this week because he got his booster shot. Right. And I like that he, 
jokes that his kid is still doing their own research <laughs> to see. <if laughs> hilarious. Um, I also like that he calls the Facebook group that Allison's in the Sanctimonious Moms Facebook group. And yeah. uh, I feel Allison and I have very similar uh, personalities in the fact that if someone is like on their high horse and just talks about things, it just makes you want to do the opposite just to kind of yep. like give it to them. And she's like, I just want to be anti-vax. No, she didn't say anti-vax, but she's like, just right. be contrary, um, yeah. so that they'll get off their high horse. Um, he talked. Todd talked about, you know, he's pro-vaccine, but he can't stand when people boast about the fact that they got it in such ways as putting pictures on, you know, Instagram or Twitter or changing your bio to include the like your amount of shots and what kind that you got. I would say even more annoying is the people in Allison's Facebook group are like, you know, get your shot, but make sure you don't go into the neighborhood. Oh, gosh. Like other yeah. people's shots. And I was like, if you truly cared about people in a community having access to shots, you would go into the community, knock on doors, and hand out pamphlets letting them know the shot was available. Or do yeah. something that is that is worth that has some uh, help to it yeah yeah there and just talk about your sanctimoniousness on facebook and telling what other people to do like mm -hmm. yeah that's how i feel about that <laughs> same <laughs> um and then the, the last thing was so they talked about this um obituary that a son wrote for his mom and it started out with the line plus size jewish lady redneck died in el paso on saturday <laughs> <laughs> and he wrote things in it like she lied a lot. She didn't cook. Um, she had an affair with Larry King. And he said just like all these hilarious things. And then, of course, at the end, like, you know, that they cherished her so much. And um, but I thought that was really, really like that's like the best way to to pay tribute to someone is, you know, sharing their sense of humor and something like that, I think, is so sweet. Yeah, it was interesting that they put it he that her son was a part-time like what did they say part-time humor or, or like he just did him like snarky obituary writer or something or sassy i forget oh, <laughs> sassy he's so sassy um <laughs> and i think this is the kind of i mean this is a complete crossover but this is the kind of obit that greg yes would want to write or you know was trying to contribute when it goes to his own kind of funny you know, obituary death on his, the death podcast he was a part of. Um, yeah. yeah. I, oh, and um, Allison and, said, uh, like, he, he was, Todd was saying, like, what if your partner were to write, you know, uh, an obituary like this about you? And then uh, I'm going to say, just listen to the podcast to see what hilarious thing Allison worries that Daniel might share about her. Yeah. Which is funny, too, because it kind of ties back to the last week when she was talking about what her headstone would say. As oh, well. yeah. Yeah. I'm just looking at that. Nice. Oh, and Lauren, out of one, yes. zero to five. I'm even saying zero <laughs> to five. <laughs> <laughs> one to five. How was your okay. week? Um, I'm going to give it, let's give it a solid four. Uh, both of my kids are doing well in school, and I'm really proud of them. Um, and I managed to, uh, decorate my Christmas tree today, which I was having a hard time, uh, doing that task. And, uh, I did it today. <laughs> Why were you having a hard time doing it? Um, 
I don't know this I'm, I'm a bit sad this Christmas mm-hmm. um and so I think I was just having a hard time like I just feel um like the holidays are bringing that up and like doing certain things like decorating is like almost like faking like I I mm-hmm. feel like it's the the feeling isn't behind it as much so it was just hard for me to bring myself to do it but Noah and I uh, played some Christmas music and decorated the tree he mostly just looked at decorations and I <laughs> would say help me decorate the tree <laughs> but it was a fun time isn't that how it always goes like the mm-hmm. kids want to help but it's not the kind of help that you're you were expecting yes <laughs> yeah, that's funny and how about you um I was thinking Zero about five, this. One to five. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about this. And I was like, what am I going to say? And I would say that, you know, you were talking about faking it. And that's not how it really, like, that's not the how it really is. Like, if someone just, like, peeked in your window and saw your Christmas tree all decorated, and they thought, oh, how lovely it must be over there kind of thing. Yeah. And I think that's kind of touched on why I got off Instagram for a little bit because I feel like I was posting all these pictures, but it wasn't the true picture of like what was going on. So uh, yeah, I feel like life is life beautifully sucks kind of thing. Um, but I would say this week, that was the last week of school for one of my kids. So it was very hectic and I did drop the ball on a couple of things, which sucked, oh. but it didn't uh, make things. It just made the moment suck and not the whole week. So I think, you know, I had a good, I had a good four out of five. I had some neighborhood parties to go to. And by parties, I mean, there was 70 and 80 year old ladies and we love to just sit down and do Christmas gift exchanges and stuff. That's so so nice. It's so much fun to hear like old stories of the neighborhood and, you know, to see people and their daughters who are still older than me, but just how they grew up together and talk about playing. It's just fun. So if I look at it from that lens and that particular aspect, I'd say four out of five. Nice. We're doing pretty good. I think so. We're awesome. But we're not worthy. Not worthy. See you later, everybody. Bye. I will find the stop button. Here it is. I truly love hearing their segment. And I started trying to catch up on on upworthy is that what's called i can't even remember anymore mm-hmm. i try to catch up on upworthy just because i want to kind of know what they're talking about but i i really don't think I, not that i need to because they do a good job they don't do spoilers but they hit a lot of the topics that are fun and interesting and i just love to hear them chat um i just looked it up lisa uh definition one of course is the bird then it also says complain grumble complaint you're gonna put a complaint over my face a complaining face okay or a grunt or whatever should we talk about thursday mm-hmm. we were her little pepper pepper kakar <laughs> pepper kakor cookies <laughs> sent in my right is here by brian J on patreon uh did you have you heard of these did you guess what they were? Could you guess what they were? They did a little round robin to see if they could figure out what they were. And by the way, I'm glad she brought the carb into the conversation. You know, it's almost like she listens to the show. Um, I didn't know what it was, but if I had to guess, I was thinking, I was like, oh, it's pepper cracker or pepper cookie of some sort. So I'm going to give myself a half a point at least. 
that's good. They definitely were talking about Pfeffernoose as well. And I know that was a carb once. And I think Pfeffer means pepper. So I think I obviously with pepper, but something something peppery but it didn't i didn't even think about cracker that makes more sense yeah that's uh one of my favorite albums sergeant pfeffer <laughs> it's good shit <laughs> okay <laughs> sorry <laughs> okay <clears throat> so allison gave us a shout out for seeing us at tam o'shanter that was super cool i didn't think she was gonna i figured she would just maybe say some allison people but she shouted us each out individually which was super awesome yeah. And I have a few things come up during the week that I thought, oh, I forgot to mention that when we, when we talked about meeting, meeting, running into her there. Um, Izzy's son, Rafe, there was a couple of things. So he asked, I don't know if he asked his dad or his mom to be introduced to us, but he's like, I would like them to be introduced. Like he wanted to be introduced to us. So. I just thought that was very cute because we're, of course, like, oh, yeah, hey to everybody. But like, oh, Allison, oh, Owen, oh, Elliot, like, you know, whatever. But he's like, pardon me. May I be introduced to these people? <laughs> and I thought that was very cute. And I told and I told him that we called you little little Rafe. Well, little Roth and little Rafe. And there and he was just like, blink, blink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I missed this whole thing. I was. Yes. Um. I also meant I I also wanted to mention that um there was a lot of uh, Rona talk on this episode if I recall. Uh people were worried about corona. No. On Thursday? Yeah, wasn't Allison saying something? Oh. Um I don't remember. I didn't write anything about Rona. Anyway, um Well, I was going to mention a couple of other things that I forgot, if that's okay. Well, I was going to say that when we approached the table, Daniel mm. stood up and gave me a handshake and like a, a hug, like the handshake hug, you know? Yes. And and then I was thinking, oh, man, like what if everyone at the table was like concerned about Rona because they're like, who are these strangers? True. And, but we were all wearing masks because we were about to head inside. Right. But I was like, wouldn't it be fucking the absolute worst luck if someone at that table got the Rona and they would be like, oh it was God. those fucking weirdos. <laughs> so yes. thank God, uh, as far as I know, no one got the Rona. Yeah, thank God we're both living our life very safely to not get the Rona. Yeah, the both of us are real safe. God damn it. Um, so I haven't left my apartment since Friday. <laughs> Me either. I'm still in your apartment, too. <laughs> so Izzy brought the kids these little puzzle things to play with. And it was probably the worst toy you could give a kid. It was a little tube full of these little, like, little mini puzzle pieces. Like, mini, mini, mini. And Owen kept dropping the piece and starting to, like, cry a little bit. So I'm like, don't worry, I got you, kid. And I'm, like, picking up his pieces and, like, handing it to him and then... Next second, it drops again. It's a, a tube full of mini little pieces that you're bringing to a table outside at a restaurant. It was just like, this is a disaster waiting to happen. Um, but they're, all the kids were playing with these things. And then there was one other thing that I had remembered. Oh, <laughs> I embarrassed myself. So first of all, I didn't eat anything all day. 
And then I had the two drinks while we waited for a table and then went to go talk to them. The, the topic of going on a cruise came up, and I don't know how it came up, but they were talking about going on a cruise. Oh, I forgot what it was. I don't even know why they were talking about going on a cruise. I said, oh, yeah, the only cruise <laughs> the only cruise I went on, I just did, I did a bunch. And then I was like, oh, shoot, there's kids here. And I, like, didn't – and then I stopped what I was saying. And they were like, oh, is it a sex cruise? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, no. And then I said, n- I didn't want to say it, but then I'm like, no. And then I'm like, well, I, the only cruise, I just did a bunch of ecstasy. Like, I don't know why that came that even came out. So I don't know if we were talking about having, like, a cruise where you go, like, where a podcast is touring and going on a cruise. Or some, there was something related where it's like, oh, we sh- you should do a cruise or something. I don't know what it was. Anyway, a, c- a couple of days later, Allison texts me. She's like, so I'm curious, this cruise you went on, was it like a rave cruise? <laughs> and I did a bunch of and I'm like, I'm like, I am so dumb. You're I'm like, like, no, I it was a Disney cruise. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so dumb. I had two drinks on an empty stomach and I say dumb things. I said, no, we just went on, my friends and I went on a cruise and we just did ecstasy the whole time. <laughs> why i needed to share that with you at that moment i do not know so the carb that i sent in this week was blueberry flings because i think that's the drink that we are drinking and i said blueberry flings makes you say stupid things <laughs> okay so when you were saying that you did a butt i w- i thought you were gonna say a butt chug <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why um so fortunately it was just ecstasy you were doing yeah um I mean, at the time, we called it E, though. So I don't know what they call it now. Nobody should be going on cruises, period. I don't think I they're... Know. They don't sound fun. The fun part is, is if you do drugs. Yeah, but... Or if you want to eat a bunch of food and drink, I guess. But okay, you can do that anywhere. So everyone's like, oh, it's great. Like, they have a bunch of buffets. Like, you could just eat all you want. Okay, I could just go somewhere I like. The hey, they have a they have a casino on the boat. Well, I don't like to gamble. Okay. Well, okay, so there's like nightclubs all over. Yeah, I don't would, go to clubs. I wouldn't like a cruise that. is not for me. It is being stuck with a bunch of strangers the, in the middle of the ocean with strangers doing stuff that you don't want to do. <laughs> but hence the XC. But also, it's kind of fun to not ever have to like bring because it's all inclusive. So you don't. Ha- I mean, I know it's you're paying for it. But it's kind of cool to just never have to be bringing money anywhere. You just, like, get drinks. But also getting room service 24 hours a day. Like, you didn't have to go to the buffet. You're just, like, calling up for a burger at 1 in the morning. Although the other thing is when you're doing XT, you're not hungry and you don't drink. So I was kind of a wasted trip, I guess. I had a lot of fun, though. A lot of fun. And we we went to Mexico, and we had to get off the boat, and I was just like, this is not where I want to be right now. I just want to be back on the boat in a dark room, <laughs> not at Papa's and Beer, with the rest of the white people. Yeah. I did go shopping. I got some really cool earrings. Shit, I wonder where those things are. Some good silver uh, stores there. <laughs> I don't know if you've been, but. <laughs> well, you are Rafe. Just blinking, blinking at me. <laughs> <laughs> This is a uh, a visual thing. Yeah, a visual. It is a visual. So this whole the whole rest of the show 
was Allison, Allison, Allison asking Tony and the Kim Jones, the Kim Joneses to weigh in on some, I wouldn't say it's marital issues. It's on some domestic issues, living with someone else and the things that they do or don't do and what they thought. What did you think about this section as a whole? Um, the, the three topics that she brought up. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't go through the three topics, but how did you, how did this seg- segment make you feel as a whole? Just like altogether necessary, enjoyable, any of these things? I didn't feel anything. Do you ever? No. <laughs> it's a problem. Are you okay? <laughs> Probably not. So, we'll go through the topics really quick. So, her ex-boyfriend is moving back to California from New York or wherever the hell. And she suggested that they, that Daniel and Allison become friends with him and his wife. What do you think about this? Um, I think this is ridiculous and disrespectful. And also, I think, much like Daniel said... I have friends that I don't get to see or talk to. Why the fuck would I add some new person in? To quote a wise man, I- I've already got th- I've already got three friends. I, you know, I don't need any more. I already have three friends that I don't see. Yeah. <laughs> I do wonder because for for me, I like to be friends with everybody, and I like oh, more the merrier. It's more friends. I like it, but. I think if an ex came back into the picture, I wouldn't be like, let's be friends. That just seems a little bit crossing the line. See, Lisa, you like to have a hundred pennies, and I'd rather have four quarters. I want to have a hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> a one, I just one lonesome dollar. Um, when my husband and I started dating, I was I I remained friends with a lot of my exes with ones I probably shouldn't have, but also, like, if you don't end on a bad note, but you're like, well, we didn't work as a couple, but, like, we still hang out as friends. Like, I was fine with that because once I'm done, I'm done, and it's fine. Like, I I don't have to whatever, but, like, so when my husband came into this relationship, he was meeting my exes, and we were all hanging out, and, in fact, three of my exes were invited to our wedding. <laughs> but that was, our, we were just our already friends. I mean, it wasn't, like, weird. But if it was after the fact, I would think, uh, like, I don't know. What do you think about, like, when exes pop up, though? Like, when they pop up either in your life, in real life, which probably doesn't happen to you, or just, like, on social media where it's like, look at this suggested friend. Or if they pop up into your DMs, they're like, hey, just checking in how how you're doing or whatever. Or they like a picture and you're like, oh, we're still friends on here? (laughs) I wouldn't know. It's never happened. Oh, really? No, so I, I don't post anything. Ex- oh my gosh, this reminds me of something I did the other day. Oh my god, I had a really weird week emotionally. Like I said, I have a few exes that are I'm friends with on Facebook that looked me up later on, and we just like chat. And so every once in a while, I'll see like they liked a picture or something, and whatever. Mm-hmm. Or they'll message me like, "Oh, you know, it's nice to see you and your family," and like whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but. 
the other day when East Coast Jen was at my house, the topic of some of our old friends came up and I said, oh yeah, I'm friends with that guy on Facebook, but I don't know why or how. Like it just one day, like a bunch of this, this pack of friends, we all just like, they all started like friending me and I'm like, they're probably all just on Facebook for their first time. They're like looking at people from my high school or whatever. So she's like, oh, you're friends with that guy? I'm like, yeah, it's so weird. I'm like, but I'm also friends with this other guy. And I said, it's weird when you're friends with people that are that died. Like, my ex died kind of young. Of heartbreak. And, yeah. Actually, he did tell me that, Bob. No. <laughs> no. But I said, she's like, oh, are you still? I said, yeah, but I can't delete him as a friend because, like, I feel weird. And I kind of, like, sometimes on his birthday, which is, like, my brother's birthday like i'll be reminded like oh i'm gonna go check in and like just see what people are posting and like it's just kind of like a weird like memorial page now but so i typed in his name to show like oh yeah this this is his page or whatever and i saw that there was an unread messenger messages from him that i hadn't read because i didn't really know how to do messenger way back then <laughs> or i never downloaded it so I went on and I we read through like the conversation and it was like, oh my God. And I looked at the very last thing that we talked about and it was so like frivolous and stupid. It was about like <laughs> some guy that I thought was hot. <laughs> and I did something that I've never done. And I think it's something that Allison, one of her guests had talked about on a show, uh, listening to messages of people that had passed or whatever or maybe that was on greg heller's show anyway i responded to it because i know no one's gonna see it but like i just felt like maybe he he's there and like could laugh that i'm like yeah he is because he's like yeah he is hot and then i just responded to like the message and then i just like started crying because i'm like this is so sad <laughs> i've had a weird week anyway have you ever responded to a dead ex <laughs> losing my i'm losing my fucking mind i'm telling you i couldn't be alone i'm telling you uh next topic <laughs> <laughs> this show is taking a turn lisa if the so people could see the faces i'm making or think or hear the things that i'm thinking it's probably similar to what everybody else is feeling and thinking oh my god i'm turning red what's happening okay the bathroom trash rules i oh god. feel First of all, I feel the same way, but but I'm the one that does everything. I'm the one that takes the trash out. I'm the one that does all of that stuff. And I always did it before. When my husband was here, I was always doing the, the bathroom trash and everything. And someone would, like, finish the tissue box and put it in there. I'm like, so now we have to take, now, now I have to take that out and put it into a different trash because I'm not going to take out the whole bag for one thing that's filling up this trash can. So my rule is no big trash in the, tra in the bathroom trash. I did get bigger trash cans in there. So I don't have to empty it so often. So that has definitely helped. But still, a giant tissue box takes up the entire thing. So the next person that goes to throw trash away just bounces tissues off the, th off the thing. Now I'm dealing with your trash even more. Okay, this was so weird to me because I'm like, is this a guy thing where they're like, yeah, I have a bathroom trash. It's the size of a fucking eight ounce cup of water, you know. What? Why have such a fucking tiny trash can, first of all? So I don't have like a gigantic one. But it's like a regular grocery bag type size. I use grocery bags as my trash bags because I'm, you know, economical. I used to, but now I have a bigger trash can. so I. It's, uh, but I get it taller. It's not wider. <laughs> right. But 
I absolutely will. Somebody said, like, if they have food, like chicken bones, I forget what they said. If they had, like, food trash, they're going to stick it in the fucking bathroom? Okay, so what is the other thing. wrong my, with my you? My daughter eats in the tub, and so then I'll come in there and I'll be like chips and stuff and like bags and plates in the trash, and I'm like, okay. So that's just animal behavior. I mean, I think it's because it's a child, but uh, I also have – this is my own personal rule. In my bedroom, I have two trash cans. I have one in the bedroom and one in the bathroom, and one – pardon my term but one is the wet trash and one's a dry trash so like i don't throw tissues and like gross stuff in my in my bedroom trash but the bathroom trash can because i don't have a liner another one so i have like separate trash cans for like you know the wet and the dry and but yeah i'm always having to tell the kids like don't put giant trash in here but also packaging from toothbrushes this stuff needs to be recycled don't be throwing it in the trash number one if you're throwing clothes away, that can also be recycled. I don't know if LA is the same as Orange County, but we have textile recycling. I have a separate bag for that in a closet. So any socks or undies that need to go, they go in there. Or towels or whatever it is. I don't know how these people live like this. Daniel, either. Al, you people are monsters. Well, and the thing is, is I care about it because I'm the one taking the trash out. I don't know why she cares. <laughs> <laughs> She's not having to deal with it. Okay, so Daniel said, yeah, like he said, yeah, who's the one who ends up taking the trash out? So, but. So in that in that respect, I'm like, okay, who cares what's in there? Unless you're throwing trash away and it's bouncing out. That is a problem. It's inconsiderate. I, I don't know how they live like this. The next one is the answering the door one. Oh, my God. And I like how both. First of all, Allison's sponsor, Ring. And I like how both Al and Jenna were like, you want to just tell them you'll be right there through the ring? And they're like, oh. <laughs> right. So if if you have the ring doorbell, but you're not using it to its full – like, what are they using it for? Is it I just like – for the video. Security only. I yeah, don't use like, it to talk to anybody, but I, I probably would think – I wouldn't – if – Someone was coming to the door and I needed and I couldn't get to it and I was telling someone else to that that's probably when I would be like oh let me just tell them or I'll text them really quick. But I do understand Daniel's point where he's like I'm in the middle of an email. If you lose track or like you whatever then I'm going to finish this email and then I'll get the door. I don't So I can see both of their points because I can too. If he said like He's doing a work email. He's technically at work. I would not stop working to go answer a door. But he's at home, and she told him, you know, expect that the door is going to ring or whatever because the dog walker. But, like, Al is the only one using his brain. Use the function. Be like, uh, you know, Allison's in the shower. I'm in the room. Like, just open the door and drop the dog off or whatever. Or if it's locked, just like give me a second. I'm just finishing an email. Right. Use the, use the thing the way it was intended. What's the point of having the doorbell if all they're gonna use it? I was like, oh, someone stole our package. Let's see who it was. That's why why have that? Right. Exactly. I don't know. I don't They're know. <laughs> Is this something that you need to talk about on a show though? Is anything on her? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> um, I don't know. I want to know what, what door lock Al is using where he said that you can give out codes that you can only use 
like right. certain like at certain times or I forget what he said and then you can He's unlock so it and techie. lock it from your phone. I need that. I want that. I want to know yeah. what it is. I'm going to have to DM him or email or something. Okay, you should do that. He can come over and be your tech guy. All right. I know we have a bunch of JMOs to get to from the last two weeks, but maybe we'll save those. Oh, wow. This is like the third time we're we're saving them? Well, okay. No. Nope. You know what? No, let's do it because I know the live stream doesn't start till one thirty, right? No, it's at 1. I thought it was one thirty. Let's double, double check. check. I don't know if you remember any of the JMOs from the last couple of weeks, but... Absolutely not. I don't think we need to read through all of them unless you want me to, but... Because there were a lot. Nope. Not that page. Let me look really quick. Okay. Oh, Carly had anyone else think candle... Nope. We already did that. I thought we did that. We did. We did. We did. We did. Okay. Uh, Danielle looks at pictures of young son. Did we already do that one? Oh, no. We didn't do this one. Okay. Uh, Katie insult when instruments don't match up on TV. I know we wanted to talk about that one. Yes, we did. And so that's when Tony said he really hates it. As well, they said he really hates it when you can tell people don't play their instruments, right? And I think this could be for anything any movie is doing. Consult one person. It, it could probably cost you zero to ask somebody or watch a quick demonstration or do better angles so we don't see that you don't know what you're doing and you're doing it wrong because it does take you out of the movie or show. Yeah, um, I would say the main examples are probably gun stuff and instruments. Yeah, Gun and stuff. And he's, he <laughs> mentioned that in that thing you do, they all learned how to play. And in one of my favorite movies, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, uh, Michael Sarah already knows how to play guitar, but um, all the other cast members learned how to play their instruments, and it really makes a big difference in watching the movie. If you're so a dork like me, and you're like, uh, that's right. not a G chord. I think... I don't know chords at all, but I can tell when they're not actually putting their finger down on something or they're just hold like it, you could tell they're holding it wrong. But this made me love that thing you do even more than I already do. The fact that they went through the trouble to learn to play their instruments. <sighs> such a good movie. And I, d I mean, I don't know why I just randomly like it, but <laughs> Anyway, that was a very nice when he said that I was like that is amazing and that was that's very smart. I don't know if you remember watching it and thinking like, "Oh, they look like they're really playing." Or maybe you didn't even have to think about it because they were that good. <laughs> I don't remember that at all, but I think Tony has mentioned or maybe it was on this show that the worst one is La Bamba and that movie I don't recall him playing any instruments at all. Or I don't remember him playing the guitar wrong. So either I was not paying attention. I did watch it on a plane, um, which this is the exact movie you want to watch on a plane. But so maybe the smaller screen helped hide it. But I didn't. I wasn't watching like, oh, that Lou Diamond Phillips. He's a great big phony. <laughs> Such a phony baloney. Um. So that was from two, three weeks ago. And then the jam was from last week, I guess, or two weeks ago. Last week. Uh, before you go 
before you got to eat, check the menu. Greg Heller sounds like Badger, which I feel like that was already a, a JMO back when he first was on the show. Yes. Knows obscure facts and feels need to explain why. Oh, and headlights seem insanely bright nowadays. Um, I think I do too much over-explaining of things. And I try to be aware of that. And now I'm like, it doesn't matter why. Just And then just go into whatever I was going to say. Um, headlights being super bright is so fucking annoying. But it's because technology is advancing. You know, LEDs are brighter than ever. There's like laser headlights now. It's, mm. it's a whole new world. And we're just not used to it. Um, but I don't like it. I don't care for that either. I thought it was just my eyesight going. <laughs> Which it could be too. At the ripe old age of almost 46. Um, the one I did the before I go out, I always check the menu. Not for a couple of reasons because I want to like get get in the mood for whatever I'm going to be eating, but also I don't like sitting there like an idiot waiting for a piece of cake. Like I don't, you know what I mean? Like I don't want to just be the one that's holding up the show when the pe people come around to order. Like I want to be prepared. Also, when I go out to eat, I'm usually probably hung hungry <laughs> and i don't want to sit around waiting like i like to be on the ball and like prepared yeah i do that too because oftentimes it's a place i've never been to and i'm thinking do i actually want to go here like what if i get there and i'm like oh all this shit sounds mediocre or not good then i'm gonna be pissed that i drove all the way there so i'll do it for that i'll do it so i know like what to expect um yeah, there's several reasons I would do that. So I think uh, we can agree on that. Anything else, or uh, we're gonna shut this shit down? Because we got. And by the way, Alice, if you're not follow, if you're not a patron on Patreon of Alice's Patreon, she's doing a live stream for the first time since June, today, and you're gonna hear this late, too late. <laughs> but anyway, we're we're trying to wrap this up so we can go join in on this. And hopefully, we get to see a lot of uh good people that we haven't seen for a while anyway yeah it's it's about yeah. time it's almost it like she listens time. to our show well i mean you're welcome exactly <laughs> if you'd like to be on this amazing show email bfancast at gmail.com follow the show on twitter or instagram at bfancast you can follow me if you want but whatever what about you little ross do not follow at bfancast on instagram and uh, i think that's it Okay. Um, are we going to take a picture? No. Okay. Don't do it when I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> I said no. I know, but that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it does <laughs> to me. Okay. No means um, no. BFFs, you truly are the fucking best. Thank you, Anne. Bye. Sorry, wow. I couldn't say the lyrics. I was blue Dr. Red Nose Reindeer. And would you I know the lyrics. Would you do us the honors of spitting Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Um, you know Dasher and Dancer and Vancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen, but do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Come on! Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose, boom! And if you ever saw him, you would even say it close. Come on, come on! All of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names. They never let Come on! Rudolph, with your 
low so bright. Won't you ride my sleep tonight? Get all the reindeers love him. And it's 